the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Situation Report, where we give you the information you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stonlicker. I'm here with Chad Robichaux, and glad that you can join us today. Uh, Chad, we're jumping into a conversation around one of the stranger aspects, in my opinion, <laughs> of what's happening in our culture right now. Uh, this idea that we can erase our history, erase the past, and kind of create our own uh, past, if you will, is uh, really odd, but extremely, extremely dangerous. Yeah, listen, you introduce us, and you're saying that an ever-changing culture, and boy, is it an ever-changing culture. Uh, all you got to do is just look around, turn on the news, uh, whatever station you turn it on, you're going to see our culture is changing. And uh, uh, I don't know if we've ever been more divided. And there is definitely a politically motivated uh, effort to erase our history yeah. uh, in order to, you know, push a narrative, uh, push a narrative forward. And, uh, and, and ultimately, I think the agenda is changing our country for the worse. It's, uh, uh, it's interesting, you and I both come from an institution, the United States Marine Corps, um, that values its history almost in a cultic way. <laughs> a lot of people make fun of the Marine Corps because of that, right? I mean, we, we know our history so well, our battle history and who did what, when, and um, so much of that history guides what we would call the ethos, the, um, the warrior spirit of young men and women who are going through boot camp and going into the military and carrying... Um, the ideals of the Marine Corps forward into battle, and it really guides so much of thought and so much direction. Uh, I, I can't imagine eliminating that history from the Marine Corps, and, yeah, and, and, and we see that happening in our country, though. Yeah, as I mean, as a Marine, as you study history and you you plan and strategize for the battles ahead, you always look back, and you don't right. just look back to the victories. You don't look, you don't just look back to the to, to all the wins and and, uh, and victories. You also look to you know the times that the Marine Corps. Um, you know, fell in their face and, and had battles that they struggled. And, you know, we don't like to admit it as Marines, but, you know, some of the battles we, uh, <laughs> I mean, we not every battle we came on, came on the right side of. Right. And uh, so there's lots of lessons to be learned from both victories and defeats. And, uh, and, and that's the same for our country. We have a great country. We have the greatest country in the world. Uh, it's not even debatable. Uh, I know that people try to say we have a, we live, America is a terrible place right now, but it's not even debatable. America right. is the greatest country in history in the world, but that comes with both good history and bad history. And uh, and we can't only look at the good history of a country. We have to look at the bad history yeah. in order to move forward and continue to be the greatest country in the world. There's an incredible quote in George Orwell's book, 1984, that goes like this, who controls the past controls the future, who controls the present controls the past. I was reading that a couple of days ago, and in normal times, I would have just read right over that. But that quote jumped out at me in an incredible way because we happen to be living through a moment just like that. Uh, it seems like everything that does not fit the narrative that those who control the narrative want it to be is being erased. We look at names and statues and institutions that don't fit the political or cultural correctness of the hour, 
and it seems that the best way to control the future is to eliminate the parts of our history that we don't like. Even the Bible talks about this in Proverbs 22 and verse 28, where it says, remove not (laughs) the ancient landmark. Our past is important. It serves as the direction for the future. And yet so many in the culture war in which we're involved are seeking to eliminate the parts of the past they don't like. We have a guest with us today to speak on this and to help us really understand exactly what's going on. And this is a guest that, for most of you, does not need an introduction, but I will give him one. Lieutenant Colonel Alan West is with us. He is a retired Army Lieutenant Colonel, former member of Congress, currently the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, which you may want to speak on a little bit uh, even today, political commentator, and for the Mighty Oaks Foundation. He is on our board, board of advisors, has been uh, an incredible friend to Mighty Oaks, and uh, so thankful that he would be with us. Colonel West, these are crazy times that we're living through, and uh, it's, it's hard to really understand it all, but sometimes we need to step back and get some perspective, and uh, just so thankful you'd be with us to help provide some of that today. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you, Jeremy, and also Chad, and it's been too long, so thanks for lowering your standards and letting your soldiers <laughs> uh, Look, when you see what is happening in America, it reminds me also of a quote that came from uh, George Santayana, who said in the late 1920s, those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So think about this, how all of a sudden we have this 1619 project that's being pushed by the New York Times, which basically says that the founding of America happened when the first slave ship arrived to these shores. You know, so let's just skip over the French and Indian War, skip over the Revolutionary War, uh, and, and skip over that whole thing about a Declaration of Independence. America was founded because of a slave ship. And so that's the type of absurdity that is being taught uh, or proposing to be taught to our schools. And as you just so aptly said, you know, those who control the past will control the future. And those who control the present, the present, they have control over the past. And that's what you see is this revisionist history. Even this past week here in the great state of Texas, the Texas Historical Commission, uh, they heard arguments of about moving the cenotaph, which is the old memorial to the 183 that fought and died there at the Alamo over those 13 glorious days. They wanted to move it off of the battlefield site over to a reimagined uh, Alamo Plaza, which would put it in front of the Menger Hotel. Well, thankfully, the uh, Texas Historical Commission voted that down 12 to 2. But if it had not been for the voices of so many Texans, to include our lieutenant governor, uh, to stand up and say, we don't need to reimagine the Alamo. Right. Just need to do as those defenders um, of the people that came after them say it. Remember the Alamo. That's right. Yeah. Right. Well, with all, all, I mean, all history, Colonel West, even history in the United States is made up of both good and bad history. So why is it important that we preserve and understand both good events of our past and, and those that aren't so good? Well, you learn. History is not there for you to like or dislike. It's there for you to learn from. And when you start to have people that are picking and choosing uh, what history should be retained based upon their own ideological agenda, then the next thing you know, they're the ones that determine uh, the state that that you're in, your present, because they are manipulating the past to uh, what they want to see happen, their own desires and their own ends. When I think about the fact that what really enraged me was when the uh, counterculture, woke, uh, council culture, mob, whatever you want to call it, when they defaced the monument of the 54th Massachusetts Infantry Regiment, 
not realizing that those were the first black men, you know, former slaves, free men, who wore the uniform of the United States of America. They made it possible for myself to wear that uniform. Right. My dad, right. my older brother, and my nephew right now. So that shows me that they don't even understand. They don't know. They just went out there and saw, it's a Civil War memorial, so let's destroy it. Or the fact that they tore down the statue of Frederick Douglass. The reason why Blacks were free from slavery is because it was Frederick Douglass, who was a former slave, taught himself how to read, and he became the chief advisor and counsel to President Abraham Lincoln, and that's the reason why we had the Emancipation Proclamation. So it just sickens me when people think that uh, any and all things that are related to a certain period of time have to be destroyed and not realizing what they're destroying. Before we jump into that, I'd love to talk to you for just a second about church. We all know how important church is, but things have gotten kind of twisted sideways of late. We all know that we're experiencing that. If you're looking for a church and maybe just an online experience because your normal worship experience is not available to you, check out the church that I attend, coastlineonline.org. It's a church that we've been attending for about 20 years. The music is great. The worship experience is incredible. The preaching is directly from Scripture. And I would invite you to come and be a part of that service with us. Coastlineonline.org. I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life. Often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide, with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org to learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's MightyOaksPrograms.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is MightyOaksPrograms.org. Yeah. Uh, a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the debate that we're... So what you just described, clearly I think most of us could agree, uh, is not right. Men like Frederick Douglass, incredible American citizens, patriots who paved the way for so many others, they need to be protected. Uh, one interesting aspect of the debate is around men and women who really were on the wrong side of history, if there's, <laughs> if there's a wrong side of history. Uh, we think of men like Robert E. Lee, who um, by all accounts was a man of character, seemed to be doing what he believed was right, but was on the wrong side of American history. And we have statues of men like him and many other folks, of course. Uh, apart from just remembering all aspects of history, what do we do with memorials and monuments and documents and the names of buildings of these folks who, um, you know, in many cases weren't men and women of character? They really sincerely were on the wrong side of uh, what we would call history. How do we handle that? How do we navigate that? Do we tear those down? Do we remove them? Do we put them in a closet somewhere? What do we do with that? Well, I'm not saying that you go out and, and create Adolf Hitler High School. Sure. Uh, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> right. Mussolini, uh, the college thereof. But, you know, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, and one of the great monuments that is right outside of Atlanta, Georgia, is a place called Stone Mountain. 
And on yeah. the base of Stone Mountain, you have Jefferson Davis, you have Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and I believe Ulysses S. Grant. You know, that, that you know, engraving that is, you know, etched into the granite of Stone Mountain, that does not offend me. You know, as I said, I have never run into a Confederate general that offended me or was condescending towards me. Now, I can learn from what those Confederate generals stood up for. I can learn, even as a military strategist, some of the tactics and the battle plans that they use. But to try to erase them and get rid of them, I think that's the wrong thing to do. And even someone like a Nathan Bedford Forrest, yeah. should, we, should we celebrate him? No, but we should never forget you know, the fact that he was part of the founding of the Ku Klux Klan, the first domestic terrorist organization that sure. we knew in the United States of America. But guess what? If you want to talk about systemic racism, I will tell you that the party that was uh, part of the founding of the Ku Klux Klan have historically been the party of systemic racism in the United States of America, and they are also the party that wants to erase history. Right, right. That's a, you know, that right. kind of, we talk a lot about cancer culture, and you and I have had this conversation before. I just recently wrote an article on it. Um, I mean, cancel, this cancel culture uh, movement has really, uh, it's it's really to me it's got out gotten so out of hand. I mean I don't I don't buy into it at its core, but it's gotten so out of hand to where kids you know they're canceling things like Paw Patrol because because uh, they have police in it and all these just r ridiculous things. But you what you just said, uh, if you take the cancel culture standard and put it across the board, I mean the Democrats and you know uh, and some of the political candidates right now they should be canceled as well. I mean the Democratic Party by nature of cancel culture, the Democratic Party should be canceled because of their own history uh and you know but here we are just kind of picking and choosing what things yeah. are going to be canceled uh such as you know thomas jefferson who owned slaves and and uh but thomas jefferson also did some great things so where's the line right. independence <laughs> yeah yeah you know <laughs> yeah it's amazing because you hear students at the university of virginia that want to uh, you know, disparage, denigrate, and demean Thomas Jefferson, take down his statue. Well, that's the guy that founded the university that they're attending, right. the author of the Declaration of Independence, the third president of the United States of America. So that's my concern about this picking and choosing, you know, what, what history or what should we, you know, leave up and what should we have remaining. You know, one of the things that upsets me is there is still the bust of Margaret Sanger and the Smithsonian Institute yeah. that is displayed. Margaret Sanger, her history, if you want to talk about racism, I mean, she was a white supremacist. She was a racist. She spoke at Klan rallies. She referred to blacks as undesirables and weeds. And she is the founder of an organization called Planned Parenthood. Yet I have never heard anyone of the council culture talking about uh, eliminating, eradicating Planned Parenthood yeah. or you know, taking that bust of her out of the Smithsonian Institute. So that's my real danger and fear is that this whole uh, council culture thing, it, it is, is an aspect of fascism because they're going out and they're making a decision about what they believe is acceptable history, just the same as we see Antifa and other groups deciding what they believe is acceptable speech. Yeah. What can um, normal Americans like us who just want to move forward, who are patriotic, who love our country, who love our history, what can we do actively in the middle of everything that's going on right now? I know you just participated in a documentary uh, kind of outlining a lot of, uh, you know, the historical aspects of the black community. Um, a lot of things are happening, but what can we do to move forward and to help the cause of freedom and independence in American history move forward? 
Well, I think there are three phases. You talked about how can we get activated. Before you get to that phase of activation, you have to first of all be informed and you have to be educated. So I think what we need to really start doing is forming up small groups, policy issue groups, history groups, civics groups, whatever. Uh, and we need to start sharing that, that knowledge and we need to start discussing these issues because iron sharpens iron. And I think another key thing is for parents. Parents have got to get engaged and, and grandparents also with their children and grandchildren. I gotta tell you, uh, growing up you know, in the inner city of Atlanta, Georgia with the two parents I had, if I were to tell them that I was gonna go out and get into the streets and go protest, my dad would say, boy, get your butt back in here and <laughs> you know, studying you know, some, your math or your science or whatever. Right. So we have seen the breakdown of the family, then we see a lot of things that were happening out in our streets the rise of gangs, the violence, the, the things of this nature. So I really believe that parents, first and foremost, need to reassert themselves in their homes. They need to remember what uh, the words of Solomon in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way that they should go so that when they grow old, they shall not depart yeah. from it. Uh, too many parents are ceding over their authority and responsibility to teachers and professors and what have you. So I think they have to stay engaged. And, and again, I think it's time for us to come together, especially young people come together and find strength in numbers and uh, sharpen each other and informing each other, educating each other, and then we can be activated together. Yeah, that's great. Uh, before we go, can you maybe give us a summary of what you're involved in right now? You've taken a, a move into the Republican Party of Texas, some of the other things you're involved in, and how people can follow you and support what you're doing. Sure, you can follow me at texasgop.org, uh, also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, I also have my own private page, Allen West Texas, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter there as well. And when you think about the 254 counties that make up the Lone Star State, Texas is so important. I mean, the 10th largest economy in the world, yeah. the United States of America is energy independent, a net exporter of energy resources because of Texas. And so goes Texas, so goes the rest of the United States of America. And so what you know, I've been doing is traveling all over Texas, delivering that message, inspiring people, making sure we're getting voter registrations up and we're getting ready to go out and participate in this election process. But I have to tell you of all the places I've been around since I uh, have started this endeavor to be chairman and since I've became chairman, it was on this past uh, sat Sunday when I went to a Vietnamese for Trump rally in Houston, Texas. To see the people of the Vietnamese community, the people that know socialism, Marxism, communism, the people that lost their country to that scourge and how they love this country, how they want to stand up and fight for this country, talk to former South Vietnamese uh, soldiers, um, officers who had to flee that country or else they know they would have been executed. To look at the small business entrepreneurs. That's the story of America. America is not about where you come from or where you were born. America is all about the dreams, the goals, the aspirations, yep. the desires that you have. And we've got to preserve that for future generations. That's awesome. Colonel West, as always, such a privilege and an honor to speak with you. Thank you for uh, joining us. And hopefully we'll talk more about this. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Yes, sir. Semper Fi. Semper Fi. Thanks, sir. As always, so thankful for the insight of Colonel West, an amazing American with an amazing perspective on America. And he brought up so many wonderful points, some very important things for us to remember. And this is today's Situation Report. Number one, we need to remember our past 
in order to guide our future. Uh, we forget how to move forward because we so often forget to look over our shoulder and consider the past. It is the past that helps guide us forward. This is an important point that was made. Secondly, we need to educate ourselves. Learn your history. We can see history erased and not know it's happening if we're not clear on what our history actually is. Educate yourself. Don't wait for someone else to educate you. Read, learn, understand, educate yourself so that you can preserve our history so, again, you know how to move forward. And then finally, remembering the past in so many ways begins at home. We bring up this point in one way or another often, uh, but a lot of this begins at home. Parents need to educate their children, so as their children grow and as they learn, as they're confronted with alternate (laughs) truths, if you will, uh, they understand what is true and what is not. Remembering the past begins at home. Teach your children, train them up so they know how to move forward in a purposeful way. And that is today's Situation Report. Thank you for joining us. Always appreciate having you along, and we will see you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.